Welcome to the Skull Splitter Dice Podcast, a podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons. Visit us at SkullsplitterDice.com for the best D&D dice in the realms. Enjoy the episode. Hey there, everyone. I'm Patrick Ferguson with Skull Splitter Dice. Today we have another 5e guide over the Warforged. Created as sentient soldiers for a war they never asked to fight, the Warforged are the robot race of the D&D multiverse. Though technically they should only exist in the Eberron setting, I've heard a million and one reasons why they should exist elsewhere or why they would have spread elsewhere, so I say play one if your DM will allow it, frankly. Warforged have been kicking around for a while in the unearthed arcana form, but with the release of Eberron rising from the last war, we finally have the genuine finished article at last. Let's gear up and dig into the blueprints and go over everything you need to know to make your own Warforged character. Let's start by going over Warforged culture, in that they don't really have one. They were made for war, and war exclusively. They're all made to fight in some capacity or another, and when there's no war going on, they don't really have a purpose. And this is definitely reflected in their, well, their culture. Playing a Warforged means playing a decommissioned war machine. Warforged are only begrudgingly accepted as alive by a select few races, and the memory of Warforged assaults are still fresh in most people's minds. Warforged must overcome a prejudice that's pretty unique to them, while constructing a life for themselves that they were never really meant to have. Of course, all that only applies to Warforged in the Eberron setting. If your game is taking place elsewhere, sky's the limit. Go ahead and pick whatever robot trope for your character that you'd like. So what do Warforged look like? Warforged are constructed from both organic and inorganic material. Usually you'll have wooden muscles with a sort of metal plating as your skin. All Warforged have crystalline eyes, they sort of have a hinged jaw, and will have a prominent brow line as well. Do keep in mind, organic and inorganic does give you a lot of leeway to work with when you're building the appearance of your character. Every Warforged is unique, and you can really let loose with the design elements here. You're stuck with essentially a humanoid shape to start off with, but whatever you like in terms of mismatching and customizing these organic and inorganic parts, it's open season. The organic parts of your design can be something like oak or pine, or even something way more natural than that, like vines or roots from a sprouting plant. Your inorganic parts can be something like metal or dark wood or stone. So you could be a Warforged that has really shiny, new-looking metal, or you could have really rusted and damaged metal from your times in war. This is really up to you. Overall, while Soldier might sound a little bit limiting in terms of your cosmetic design, just go ahead and think about how many different positions there are in a military unit. You can design your Warforged to reflect any of those, whether it be a medic, an artillery loader, a mechanic, a general, a translator, whatever you'd like. You can make your Warforged look like that and then design your character to actually fulfill that mechanical position as well. So what should you name your Warforged character? Well, they didn't really have names when they were created. They had designations, something like B-36 or 8C-9. Sometimes Warforged will keep these names or a shortened nickname that resembles that, but most of the time they're given nicknames by others, or they'll pick a name that expresses their newfound individuality, or even pick up a name that sort of honors a fallen comrade. Either way, Warforged have no gender, and the idea of gendered names is still quite odd to them. We'll throw up some ideas for names up here in the corner if you'd like some reference. Let's go over your Warforged traits, which are pretty interesting to say the least. 
Starting with your ability score increase, you get a plus two to constitution and plus one to any stat of your choice. This is more or less a way of the game telling you that you are applicable to any class, but you are a master of none of those. When it comes to age, you can expect your Warforged to live anywhere between two and 30 years, and this is probably dependent on how involved in war you are. The maximum lifespan for a Warforged remains a mystery, and they have no signs of deterioration due to age specifically. You are immune to magical aging effects, so don't expect to find any infant or elderly Warforged. As for alignment, most Warforged take comfort in the idea of order and discipline, and tend toward the way of law and neutrality. But some have absorbed the morality, or lack thereof, of the beings of which they've chosen to follow. If you embrace the war in Warforged, you're probably evil, and if not, you're probably morally inconsistent at best. As for your size, you're medium, as expected, and as for your speed, you have a base walking speed of 30, as expected. Let's go over the benefits you get from Constructed Resilience. You were created for war, after all, and as a result, you have pretty remarkable fortitude. Sentry's Rest. When you take a long rest, you'll need at least six hours in a motionless or inactive state rather than just sleeping. In this state, you appear inert, but you're actually fully conscious, which is an advantage that the rest of your party members probably won't have, and you can see and hear as you normally would. Think of it as plugging your phone in to charge as opposed to turning it off or something like that. With integrated protection, you'll find that your Warforged has protective layers that can be enhanced with armor. This trait seems really complicated, but that's because it's kind of a holdover from when Warforged were a little bit more interesting. This boils down to a plus one AC bonus forever, which is honestly really useful and nobody can remove your armor although i've got to say as a dm there have been very few moments where i've seen my adventurers lose their armor or have someone just try to steal it off their bodies so really this is about the plus one to ac it's a little bland but it works with specialized design you gain one skill proficiency and one tool proficiency of your choice it's pretty strong but again pretty bland though i would say to use your free proficiencies to help flesh out the purpose of your warforged character a warforged scout for example could pick survival and herbalism kits or a medic could pick medicine and healers kits when it comes to languages you can speak read and write in common and in one other language of your choice Though you don't have a language of your own, you can definitely find out what type of campaign you'll be a part of and pick a language that'll help you out in future adventures. If you want to play a sort of C-3PO translator type of robot, I would definitely suggest the linguist feat. Finally, let's end this video with some Warforged builds. They don't really lean too strongly one way or the other in terms of what class or build you should play. Though you can choose whatever path you'd like for your robot character, I would definitely say the following classes are the ones that make the best of your abilities. Master of Machines. For you Warforged that are putting that extra ability score into intelligence, I would say that you would make a great artificer. This new race goes absolutely wonderfully with the new class, and I particularly like the Battlesmith archetype, as it takes advantage of that beefy constitution buff. In general though, Warforged work great with just about any caster. A Robo-Barian. This is a build I highly recommend for players that are new to the game, as you can basically just take that plus one ability score and put it into strength, and you're ready to go. Warforged have immunities that make it a lot easier to play a Barbarian, and with that plus one to AC and the constitution bonus, you're easily going to be one of the toughest Barbarians around. You're basically a giant walking hunk of metal. Maximal slash Predacon. 
Druids can have a hard time gaining AC, especially when they're in wild shape. However, Warforged plus one to AC is flat and can apply to you even if you're transformed into a little critter. Plus, if you pick this class, you're basically a Beast Wars style transformer, and that's just pretty awesome. The 10 year old in you would probably freak out at that, right? Just get plus one to wisdom and have a more combat oriented druid circle like Circle of Spores or Circle of the Moon and you're golden. You can probably see why, but when people learn about Warforged for the first time, they tend to think of a D&D style Terminator character. I don't think that they have to fit this role, and the game clearly doesn't either with its ability score increases and the absolute leniency you get in terms of cosmetic design. I'm very interested to see what type of characters you guys come up with, and I would love to hear them down in the comments. Thank you so much for watching today's video. I really appreciate it. My name's Patrick Ferguson with Skull Splitter Dice, and until next time, farewell. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe so you never miss out.